0: everyone and welcome to episode 35 of Utopia to me with me your host Chris Locke how's it going this is a good day it's nice and sunny out so i'm going to get this intro and outro done for this amazing episode i'm really excited uh i'm gonna go outside and uh just walk around forever man i mean uh anybody if you've seen a picture of me or if you've seen me you know that i'm bald and i'm just gonna fry my scalp out there but before i do i gotta do this uh intro which i'm really excited for because this episode is amazing the guest is katherine burrell and she is brilliant funny uh it's the last podcast are recorded in Los Angeles uh, on that my trip before coming back to Toronto and we sat in her house and on a leather chair maybe you can hear the leather chair in the uh, the uh, podcast but she uh, Catherine, was amazing uh, I the on that trip that's the most I laughed out loud uh to the point where I, my brain I could feel my brain shaking in my head so it's a lot of fun, and I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun listening to it. She's very smart, very funny. I think I just said that. And uh, can you tell I'm a fan? And she's a writer, a TV writer, and she wrote a book that you guys have to check out called Corked. Um, but we will promote more stuff probably during the podcast. I kind of forget how it goes. It was a few uh, a while ago, but it was so good, and you guys are going to love it. And this is—I'm just going to dive right in and just carve it up. Uh, serve it to you on a plate so you can eat it and then uh, enjoy your life Uh, because your ears are going to enjoy this just like how your ears enjoy whatever gets served on plates usually. See, I'm bad at metaphors today because I'm just looking out the window at the beautiful sun. So put these in your earbuds in your ears. Listen to Catherine Burrell talk about her utopian world and ideas and us laugh while you walk around in the beautiful uh, planet Earth. Here we go, Catherine Burrell. Enjoy. I just want to like... This chair is going to make a lot of leather sounds. Do you want to sit wanna over get...
1: here so that you're not making any leather sounds? I
0: don't think it'll stretch. It'll be, then it'll, it'll, I'll be worried about it stretching. I mean, these cords.
1: Oh, the, cor- oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah. Hey. <laughs> did you hear that? No.
0: Oh, all right. I mean, yes, I mean, did. <laughs> I mean.
1: But I, I'm so used to that leather chair that yeah. I, uh, it, it becomes, it's scrunching becomes like white noise to me.
0: I mean, people listening, can you hear that?
1: He's not moving though.
0: Email me at utopia to me at gmail.com. If, if you, you heard hear the leather. leather chair. Yeah.
1: If you hear a, if you hear a, a fart of leather. Yeah, it wasn't me, it was emails. the chair. <laughs> send, send complaint emails and yes it smelled as bad as it sounded.
0: Imagine every single episode of my podcast I went, "Oh, that wasn't me, it was the chair." I swear. Like I like every time, every and time, on a chair.
1: and you fart just like a man moving around in a leather chair. Yeah, and also your fart smells like Le- like fresh leather, um, freshly tanned leather. That's great. Yeah, that's better. That's something that like you'd put in your Tinder profile. I feel like that's better.
0: Yeah. yeah, my farts smell like fresh leather. Um, meet me for a drink.
1: Yeah, <laughs> meet me for a drink and check it out for yourself. <laughs> Follow your nose. I'll be the guy who smells like a leather chair in the corner, but I won't be the leather chair in the corner. (laughs) Oh, your nose.
0: (laughs) You be Toucan Sam, and my ass will be a bowl of fruit. Loops.
1: Leather will be a bowl of brown (laughs) fruit Loops. That Um, smell of leather.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why the beginning already got so hilarious and creative is because I'm talking to the very smart, imaginative, creative, (laughs) successful la writer now uh katherine burrell jr Hi. do you go by junior live I, uh
1: li- like when i'm like li- in real life in, in, in my in my um my uh podcast life yeah yeah sure it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a real scoop about the junior thing. It's, yeah. My mother's name is Catherine Burrell, but yeah. junior is not on actually any of my documents, my official documents. It's
0: your own But I've choice. lied
1: about that. I've been like, oh yeah, it's on my birth certificate and oh yeah, it's on my passport, but it's not. But it's on whenever I have something monogrammed, yeah. <laughs> which is all the time, just constantly having towels and robes. <laughs> And little little golf hand towels monograms. No, I, I have like a monogrammed wallet that I got because I thought it was time.
0: And you're like throw the
1: throw the JR, Jr. in there. Well, they were like, you can get up to four letters free for your monogram. So yeah. I was like, well, and I don't have a middle name, so I said, well, just K B. You don't? No, we have like
0: a like. Did you have one and then you like divorced <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah.
1: I shoot it for the junior. No, I just uh, we don't ha- um we don't have a family tradition of middle names. That's all right. Yeah, my dad doesn't have one. My mom doesn't have one. My little brother has one because when he was being, uh, when when my mother was sort of in midterm in her pregnancy, it seemed as though her father was maybe not doing so well. So they threw gerald in so my brother is nicholas gerald burrell but then my grandfather yeah. pulled through so now he's stuck with this sort of old-timey middle name that was supposed to be a tribute to a man who was going to die but then he didn't die Is he still alive now? no he's actually now he's now he's passed but yeah. so does your
0: brother enjoy his middle name now i don't
1: think he ever really uses it he's he doesn't really use it
0: middle names are weird they're like these other versions of us that are hiding in the attic
1: but then some people are so into their middle names that they do the swap right and then you have the surprise you have the surprise where it's like oh you've got such an interesting first name and they're like it's actually my middle name
0: do you think I that, that i should be first. christopher or robert because robert's my middle name
1: you're or- you will always be chris C- rob rob lock is a different kind of man
0: yeah is he a jerk
1: rob Locke is just yeah rob Locke's a douche i think oh shit rob lock rob lock works in high finance
0: you want to hear another secret about my name mm-hmm
1: Wait, is this, I think this is your first secret about your name. My secret. I had the first secret about names.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear another name Second secret? Second secret
1: of the podcast. First yeah. Chris name There's going
0: to be about a 30 a- p- secrets.
1: 100 secrets. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stay <laughs> tuned. Did
0: you see me scale it down from 100? I was like, 30. Oh, 30. <laughs> um, but like, so weirdly enough was I was born Christopher Robert St. Pierre because my real dad's name is St. Pierre. Wow then
1: that sounds like an island you sound like you could just be an island well
0: there's there is a saint pierre and, and Miquelon. Miquelon. yeah that's why newfoundland or, yes or prince edward or one of those no
1: it's new i think it's newfoundland it's yeah off. it's like east and north weirdly enough right? my dad's
0: name my real dad's name is michael saint pierre which is like Kind oh, of Michelin.
1: Little, oh. Right? Maybe your dad owns the island. I think my, my dad is you. the island. Your dad is the island. <laughs> you sprung forth.
0: My mom had sex with an island.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Your mom could fit a whole island inside That's her. why I
0: became a comedian. It's too much of an issue for it's, me. I'm,
1: the only way to su- subvert your terrible history <laughs> of your mother just going to town on an island... <laughs> It <laughs> was for you to become a comedian.
0: She went back to her hometown in New Brunswick. and Was like, see, it worked. No one believed me. And she look,
1: like, <laughs> and there was you. You had just been born. You had like a full beard of like palm fronds.
0: <laughs> so that <laughs> look,
1: it's perfect. He's a perfect boy.
0: Yeah. So that's secret number two. <laughs> that I'm a perfect boy from an island man. Uh, no, but he's not an island for real. He's a, a well. He might think he's an island. You know. No. Yeah. Man this man is an island but cuz he's a kind of a solo re- rebel dude but mm-hmm. anyways so christopher st. pierre is my birth name but you know growing up and meeting kids you know you you just you become chris you're not christopher yes. it's way easier
1: oh man and if you have a foreign element to your name like get rid of that yeah. if you're in an english speaking environment and you're suddenly a st pierre which is so clearly french yeah drop it yeah kids don't want kids don't want to hear about other cultures
0: oh no i wouldn't be here today
1: you'd be dead i'd be murdered yeah you'd be murdered by some like yeah. little little roving band of like anti gaul people
0: yeah which i'd be impressed before i died i'd be like i'm glad you guys stuck
1: around yeah you guys like formed a real little army <laughs> yeah you guys, and you're six
0: you believe in something yeah
1: you're even younger than like <laughs> lord of the flies kids congrats <laughs> on your get up and go and kill
0: I already, but like I had already read *Lord of the Flies* by the time I was six.
1: No, you hadn't. So
0: that I could reference that, I was like, "You guys are y- younger than
1: who's the piggy of your group?"
0: Yeah, and they're like, "What?" And, and you're, you're like,
1: like, "Oh no, it's me." Yeah, His piggy dies right in *Lord of the oh, Flies*. Oh yeah, yeah, he gets smushed. He gets smushed.
0: That's how he. That's how William Golding writes it. Oh, I think it might be he William gets Golding Jr.
1: Smushed. No don't do that don't don't tease me
0: secret number three <laughs>
1: William Golding.
0: i know this podcast is about you but let me just finish this and then sorry
1: i keep interrupting no i this your is your secret how, story this is how
0: it goes this is my favorite style yeah just riffing with someone who's smarter and funnier than me that's it's,
1: come it's, on come on come on you're
0: good it's very nice but the thing is is so my stepdad's name is chris Locke. so inadvertently i became a chris Locke jr later Became, After I was born. You
1: became... That's really interesting. Like, I wasn't
0: born a junior. And then... So
1: your mom just, like, haphazardly ended up... So she named you...
0: Well, Locke was... Chris
1: when Michael... When yeah. she was still with Michael, and then she ended up...
0: Christopher, yeah. Getting
1: remarried to a Christopher, and you were already Chris. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah. So there's two Chris Locks. Yeah, but we're not blood-related, but we grew up t- together for... Well, he grew up with me to a degree. It
1: sounds pervy. It sounds pervy. <laughs> <laughs> That your mother like married a man, and then suddenly you had the same name as that second man.
0: Oh my God! You should see. We're not the same though. That's for sure. I'm,
1: yeah, I.
0: He, he is lying. Like... I know
1: because you're one of a kind
0: oh yeah big time a fat guy with a beard who else is, has the that going the only on
1: one? <laughs> in a whale in a, in a baseball hat with a whale on it dressed entirely in blue i love blue blue's great
0: i i think i've inherited that from my step granddad
1: looks here with your skin tone you are making this weirdly this is becoming about me i know i i i, I prefer that but
0: that's my junior story secret number four we're two
1: juniors we're two juniors in a pod william
0: gibson william golding what golding, is
1: it not william gibson did i say gibson no, you said, said it for it. a second You said it, but you were you were calling him golding and then you switched over to gibson. i just want to
0: double check that before we move on or else i'll dwell on it forever
1: I'll, I'll hum a little tune as uh chris checks his phone oh, i'm <laughs> gonna try to make it sound m- uh, most like hold music on a phone
0: yeah do it mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. thank you for mm-hmm, being a friend, friend. <laughs> i was thinking that
1: i was singing that this morning
0: I it's no, there's just... no Junior on William Golding. I okay. just, I hoped. That's all. I just made yeah. it up and I hoped. But before we talk about, because you already have, I'm excited. You already have ideas about what your future, or have, about your perfect utopian world would be like. I have two.
1: I have two. I have fast but one w- and slow one. Wait,
0: okay. But before we get into it, let's just talk about the, for the because people that uh, are like are fans of Corked and sure. some of your writing for believer and other stuff mm-hmm. what else are you working on right now
1: well i uh and if
0: you haven't read corked go get corked it's yeah, go an interesting get it. tale i think it's available of, from
1: like second second sellers on amazon at this point i don't i don't think it's in print anymore but
0: weirdly enough connected it's about wine which is a new topic on right now but dad's
1: it's about dads see it is it's about a father and a daughter it's about figuring yeah. out a dad yeah it's for anyone who's got a dad yeah even a dad who's an island
0: i think i'm gonna change this the name of this podcast now to dads. dad to me
1: dad to me <laughs> dad to me uh dad to the bone
0: <laughs> that sounds perfect yeah, yeah.
1: dad about you dad to the bone dad um yeah. I haven't really... I don't know. I moved to Los Angeles four and a half years ago. I write for television now. Yeah. Um, I was a journalist in Canada. I used to work for esteemed public uh, public <laughs> radio show, Q.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I was a producer there. I won't bring
0: that up because I feel like you're going to be talking about that a lot.
1: I'll be talking about that maybe for the rest of my life. For uh, the record. For the record. The- <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So, but, that's, but yeah, I, I so met you that, when you were working at Q. That
1: portion. And then, uh, and then I sort of fled to the United States. And um, yeah, I've been writing TV ever since, and I've you know sold a bunch of projects and have been working on some stuff. You know, hopefully I, I worked on a, a medical drama called Rush, which played on the USA Network last year. Yeah. Um, I think it might have been on Bravo in Canada. And uh, yeah, a bunch I'm of
0: just, proj- bunch of projects too. You mean like TV show yeah, TV, ideas?
1: TV show TV show ideas that I'm turning into into scripts. But uh, don't you think that's cool? I think fine. that's so cool. Hey, man, you know I, uh, I I I'm gonna I I laugh at myself when I'm about to say this, but I really my job. To sit around in my house and imagine things, and it's and it's a really nice living. Yeah, it's so really cool. It's very it's very fun. And I mean,
0: I'm sitting here in the house. It's beautiful. Georgie, your beautiful dog is sleeping beside you. It's
1: nice. It's sunny.
0: It's really nice. I
1: almost blew up my house earlier this week because I I thought a, a gas leak. I was like, oh, it's probably just raccoon piss. Yeah. Do you want
0: to get that down on here for posterity?
1: No. I mean, it's not even a great story. It's just I I think I I never weirdly. I when it comes to the people I love I always believe that the worst is going to befall them because that's my that's my greatest fear and actually that does relate to the utopia question which we will bridge I'm sure soon yeah but um when it comes to like myself and self-preservation I I I, I'm like happy to die in an explosion I think and so when I was like when I thought I, – I smelt this funny smell, and then I, I was like, it can't be gas. It couldn't possibly be gas. And then I wonder in the back of my mind if I knew that it was gas. I was just like, I have a death wish, and I was hoping that my house would go in, up in flames. Um, and I was like, oh, it's probably like a, a raccoon probably pissed in the duct, like in the air ducts, which is a much more – I don't know, like – uh, ornate idea about what this smell was. It was like, oh, there's a family of raccoons and they're all taking pisses and the air ducts, like they're using the air ducts as the toilet. Yeah. Um when really it was just like it was gas. And then I eventually acknowledged the fact that it was it was actually gas and then a plumber came over and said that I had been sitting on a bomb for a week and That's so, crazy. Yeah. But it's fi- it's fine. It's like my feeling about it was that I feel like we uh we have close calls in our lives probably every week that we don't know about. Yeah. So this was just one that I got to know about, but I'm sure that next week there's going to be another life-threatening close call but that i you know like when a p- person is walking blithely down the street like in a movie and then the piano falls yeah as they're on the next block and it's like oh if they had only been you know if they had t- tied down to tie with- their shoe the piano would have fallen on their head but they didn't see yeah. it i just feel like that stuff is always happening
0: yeah especially with and, how many people are trying to hoist pianos oh,
1: i mean it's impossible <laughs> to get a piano in through a front door <laughs> so they're always in the air so yeah. they can get through the huge windows of apartments
0: watch for falling pianos well, yeah or well, any
1: other like major major home. do appliances. they
0: have raccoons in california
1: for yeah what do you of course they do i don't know are raccoons i go just everywhere. see lizards everywhere there are lots of lizards i
0: would like to see a raccoon and a lizard hanging out
1: just because <laughs> their hands are actually a little similar i feel like they both have like these webby yeah, little web yeah claws can you imagine right. just them giving each other a high five
0: of course tiny high five me? my mean, imagination me? Oh, <laughs> imagination yeah. to me
1: oh yeah <laughs> Oh, that's in my wheelhouse. That's in my imagination wheelhouse. Uh, hold
0: on a second. I just push my eyes into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you, just,
1: you just put your right hand up to your left hand and push your eyes in and then just imagine that your right hand's a raccoon paw and your left <laughs> hand is a little webby foot of a lizard.
0: The bomb thing I had of a joke about that now that I sort of... Oh, good. You you
1: were workshopping since I since I told you when you walked in like 15 minutes ago? No,
0: I this is like... But it's... It's recent. I came up with it recently. Mm-hmm. It is. I have the same thing with you, where I'm like, I don't want people I love to die. But me, I'm so nonchalant. Yeah, the, I don't care. My joke goes like, you know, when I'm in a crowded, like maybe it's a sign of wisdom with age. Is like now when I'm in a crowded place uh, with a lot of people, I get this first thought that's like, oh shit, what if someone here has a bomb? Right. But then that thought's instantly followed up with, a, ah, who gives a shit? Gives
1: <laughs> a shit?
0: <laughs> I've lived a life. I've had sex. I've tried oysters. Yeah. Blow me up. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had a
0: lot of fun. I don't. No, care. I know.
1: I, like if it, if it all if it all ended now, I mean, first of all, it's this this idea that y- you have time in that moment to even contemplate if you have a regret. It's like no, you're just going to be in terror and then dead, right? So I'd almost like to n- see
0: the fireball coming so I could go oh!
1: or something. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Here we go. Like hang 10. <laughs> Just like fry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like you're the type of person who would, uh, who would do like a, a cool cowboy yelp instead of a scream of terror if, a fi- if you saw the fireball.
0: But the weird thing is, is I get wimpy before real almost death situations anyways. But like when I think about it when I'm safe... I think about it with more like, like. Of uh, course.
1: Oh, I know. Bravery. I know. That's actually that's actually isn't that one weird? Of the re- No, it's it's not. I don't think it's weird at all. I it's think it's
0: biological that- for us to for our bodies to make us panic, right? If
1: we were to if we were to get as viscerally scared about abstract concepts as we do about realities that are facing us we, ju- we wouldn't even be able to leave the house like we'd just be i think we'd all be pretty suicidal like well that is
0: weirdly uh, interestingly what saves me when i'm having like a stupid regular fear like if i'm on a plane and i get the fear like Ooh, what if this is that one odd mm-hmm. time where it goes down or something weird goes wrong then to make myself feel better I will go into the abstract realm to make myself laugh
1: yes like
0: I'll be like what's the worst that can happen the plane gets ripped open then a dragon flies down catches <laughs> me in its call, and, claws like, and
1: my dick <laughs> yeah like, see and then, he, like, and then he like eats my dick and my leg and then like then I fall into the ocean and like I don't even get hit by the plane debris but like there's like a bunch of sharks but they are like they don't yeah. have enough teeth to even like kill me fast they just like nibble at me until I'm completely gone and by the
0: time you're getting nibbled by the shark you're laughing you're, you're like laughing. another gin please <laughs> like, i'm going to california like
1: 10 more gins
0: <laughs> yeah okay yeah i like that yeah yeah so I'm you understand you totally get it
1: I, I i agree i do the same thing i think that it's uh yeah i think that the the most annoying part about um having to Listen, it's a, I hate to use the word blessed, but it is a blessed thing to be able to create for a living. One of the, the sad side effects is that you, you, I think your imagination takes you to some terrible places, but then yes. your imagination can just get you right out of those terrible places yeah. and you just hang in the balance of the terrible places. It's place like learning
0: to place. Place. use the force.
1: It's like learning <laughs> how to use the force. Yeah.
0: Um, non-creative it's, people will hate that we just said that, but, or, it's, or I said that. Le,
1: or, or it's like it's like learning how to uh, unclog your own toilet. <laughs> that's, it's always having a plunger on. That's hand. a more modest
0: version. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You um, Unplunge your own toilet, unplunge
1: Luke. Luke. <laughs> Luke. Use the force, and it's just like a—it's just a plunger. It's just a shitty, shit smeared plunger. I can't. <laughs> yeah. and He's like tiny on the toilet, like swinging his legs. <laughs> the idea- I walked by my nephew. I walked by my nephew who's four. He's very funny. I think he's either gonna end up in jail or be a billionaire. Like he's really he's gonna be one of the two and he was um although I think that's how we all we think of all children we love. We're like, oh he's the best. He's either the best or the worst. Yeah, yeah. He was but he he's really he's like funny and toe-headed and very blonde and he was like sitting on the toilet like door wide open like le- legs swinging like he like he was on a ride like he was on one of those like fair rides where the with the chair the swing chairs that go up yeah and he's swinging his legs and i walked by and he go- and everyone calls me tutu at at like all my family because it's my nickname it means little little stuffed animal in french and he goes tutu i'm shitting <laughs> <laughs> and i was like I feel you man like I know how great that feels How old is he? He's 4.
0: Wow, that's good.
1: Yeah, that we the his his father sort of swears I can see what you mean though you're like he's
0: either super well adjusted or just or he's unhinged he's completely to the max. Unhinged.
1: Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see how it turns out.
0: I love it. Yeah. I um love it.
1: I, I love him
0: yeah he sounds wicked he sounds
1: great he's gonna be yeah I want him to be my boss one day (laughs) I want to like a whole like bathroom door open policy if I ever get to be a boss I'll have a I'll have a stall open door policy not an office open door policy but just like bathroom stall open door like everyone's just got to have the bathroom stalls open
0: could you imagine if you had a shitting child negotiating contracts for you
1: Now I love it. Yeah, I love like it with like a tiny suit pants, like gathered around his ankles. Yeah,
0: like uh-uh. uh uh
1: uh-uh. uh uh. Don't you hate Eric? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting he, he, he slashes wages in half.
0: Wow, um, this is great. Thanks. I've laughed really wholeheartedly, and we're not even. We just hit twenty. How um, long, how
1: long are we going? H-
0: how long do you want?
1: Five six days. Yeah. I don't know. I assumed it was going to be a cool hour, cool 60, cool 45. This isn't actually
0: plugged into anything. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be weird?
1: I thought it was plugged directly into the internet.
0: Could you imagine if we were doing, okay, this podcast forever, Yeah. then the drought came, then the end of times came, Uh the house crumbled around us, the... Los Angeles turned into a desert again. Yeah, there were skeletons all around us, Mm -hmm. and we're still making each other laugh. That'd be great. That's
1: heaven. That's That's uh, heaven. That's heaven. We've actually touched upon um, indirectly the two utopia. Okay, good. I have.
0: Start with the first one. The
1: first one is is selfish and fast.
0: Fine, it's fine. First,
1: like selfish fast idea that actually we've kind of already touched upon, so it probably doesn't require like that much more chewing. Yeah, is. my my utopia would just be that like I get to die before everyone I love dies.
0: I don't know if that's selfish.
1: That's selfish. It's like people... well,
0: it's a weird contrast between it's a conflicting selfish and caring,
1: and also sort of aggrandizing because I'm assuming <laughs> that like everyone's going to be so sad when I die.
0: It's aggrandizing if you think it's selfish.
1: Yes, it's we... aggrandizing if I think it's weird. selfish. Exactly. So we already one... created
0: a cool conundrum. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no i mean the the premise of your podcast is a good one because it creates a conundrum oh
0: yeah it's conundrum city the other day i I should give a shout out Uh, i forget who it was that corrected me but someone on twitter corrected me i couldn't remember the definition of utopia means like no place basically it's not a place that's possible mm -hmm. but i couldn't remember for a sec because i my brain is shitty and uh I attribute it to like ancient Latin, but it was Greek, obviously. Oh. Utopia, of course. I should have known. Of
1: course, you idiot.
0: Yeah. Greek yogurt.
1: <laughs> <I> was, Greek <laughs> Greek yogurt. Like Uto like Utopia brand Greek yogurt. There's no Utopia brand Greek
0: But yogurt. I think sometimes people think this podcast might make me sound smart, but really, and I think a lot of people don't, will think it doesn't make me sound smart, but I realized listening to it um, that really what this podcast is about is a doofus learning cool things from smart people in oh, a comfortable setting.
1: That's nice. Is it's nice? Yeah. That's nice because I feel like having uh, being somebody who, who worked in journalism for a long time and sort of being responsible t- uh I was, I was part of my job was to you wrote most write, of Qs and write I wrote some of Q like there was a very hard working team of producers and right. director who wrote, okay. who wrote the questions and intros and things like that. But for, it wasn't that guy. No, it was not that guy. He was not. (laughs) Let's be honest. It
0: wasn't that guy. It
1: wasn't that guy. I mean, he was that guy for a bunch of other reasons, but it wasn't that guy writing writing all the stuff. But um, but something that I, I... The hosts that I loved working with were the ones who approached... Like a question and answer session, like what you just described, right. and the hosts that i didn't like working for were the ones who wanted to create these these perfect little riddle questions that right. only serviced like their own you know right. um,
0: uh, some esoteric knowledge yeah
1: some esoteric knowledge they or, got from or like some the impossible to answer questions that would only solicit the response from the from the uh, question answerer wow, I've never heard that question before. What right. an interesting question. A or, self-serving question. Yeah, that actually generates no answer. So it's actually not nice for the listener to hear, but it just it makes the host sound like they are doing Sometimes something. Sometimes
0: Kathleen says that I'm smart, but I think she's also in love with me. So that's nice. And I say thanks, but you're nuts. Yeah. I think about it as like I'm an interested person.
1: I think that the, I was just talking about Because I just this.
0: talked to Baron Vaughn and he was really smart. Yeah. And then I'm just like... Yeah. But I think the only I mean, I'm just getting... excited to hear him talk. I don't know what to say.
1: But you're never... But the only people who are smart are the ones who are curious is the thing. Like, the only way to be interesting is to be interested... And then I think that the only way to be smart is to be curious. I think. Oh, interesting. I think that's the.
0: Key. I, this is a di- digression, but it's an important digression that I'm glad I said on it, the podcast. It's a. Te- with,
1: it's a teachable moment for all.
0: Yeah, with a person that I think is very smart, and to be that's, honest, I was almost intimidated to come do
1: this. That's that's the stupidest thing you have said so far. <laughs> you, you piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Get out my. <laughs> fucking Everything we house. just established <laughs> just got like t- t- destroyed. I hate you now. <laughs> <laughs> These seven years of friendship. (laughs) that you and i have had yeah go to the
0: toilet flush yourself down the toilet the fucking idiot called me smart piece of shit piece of shit um Um, but i do get where you're coming from because it's nice you and i are both people that love people in our lives um so but i you you are thinking that it's selfish because um you get a, you get away scot free without watching them rot in a hospital bed, exactly. or whatever,
1: exactly. And I, yeah. it's I wish I have this. I have a very close relationship with my parents, and um, I the last thought I have before I go to bed or go to sleep pretty much every night is like am I going to have to kill myself when my father and mother die because I love them so much and the idea of living in a world without them. Because when my, my other, I had this idea, I was sort of floating this idea as, a, as a, an answer to your utopia question. Um, and I was like, well, maybe it's that everyone I love just gets to live forever, which actually leads me to my actual utopia answer, which is I think that the concept of infinity is hell. Yeah. And I think that people who believe in infinity as a real thing, religious zealots, for example. Right. I think that that, um, makes them insane and mad, not mad as an angry, makes them angry too, but mad as in like they have madness. Yeah. Um, it makes it impossible for, Good policies to be created because people are like manana manana. We'll deal with it later, as though like the Earth has infinite time right. that we have an infinite capability to go on through our children and our grandchildren. And I think that if we were to excise the bit of our brain that allows us to, even in a vague sense, because I don't think that you can truly conceptualize infinity, because that of course that is impossible because our brains and and you know intelligences are finite. Um, but just even to like glance upon the concept of infinity, in the most abstract way, um, if we were to rid our brains of that, we I think we'd be cool. I think that right. I think that we'd be living in a better in a better world. I think that's I think that like the repercussive effects of that would be so positive that.
0: Not just about our own mortality, but about the lifespan of the planet,
1: lifespan of the planet, lifespan of us, lifespan of our bloodlines, like um, everything. I think
0: that it. I think. Oh, right, because people are super obsessed with family lineage, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and it's like, no, you know, we're we're gonna, and and I don't think I forget about that even in the world where we think that we're going to give a better world to our children. I think that we know that we're not, um, but that are like. Our children will be smart enough to solve this or like technology, this abstract concept of technology will solve it for us. I just think that I, I can't think too much about how fucked we are. Like, you know, living in Los Angeles and the, the water problem here or whenever I see, you know, like all of the, like the garbage trucks that go down the street and pick up the garbage and knowing where that's going and, and the idea that we're just going to be choked by a huge pile of garbage. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm now I'm just discussing my fear, my, my no. fears, <laughs> but I, I think, but that, it all,
0: yeah, it all adds up. Yeah. I
1: just think that every, if, if we a, all were to, to stop thinking that there, there is unlimited time that we have unlimited time that we are able to enact any kind of I, a concept of infinity, I think that I think it, everything would, every literally everything would be better. I think it would be better. I think that things would be better.
0: Yeah, so in your perfect sort of utopian world, in a way, um, there's just an innate acceptance that we're almost like flowers that grow, bloom, then and blow die, away in the and wind. Yes. Yeah. And then... I uh, like that. That's almost like a Taoist sort of thing, right?
1: I, yeah, I suppose. I, yeah. I, 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 like so, so, it
0: makes it more like, you know, it makes it more... But, well, the thing that's different is Taoist is like... Crumbling and dying, and it's natural, and so whatever. But but your point too is that we will care about things more.
1: Yeah, we'll care about right now more because
0: and we get that.
1: Because we get that it's that we don't we don't have unlimited time. Yeah, we're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I think that 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 would make that would make pol- like governmental policy better. I think we'd be nicer to each other. So
0: there would be a government.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I... Because
0: I, you can go as abstract as you no, want. No, no,
1: and what, what's... What, the thing is, is that I'll, I'll never go so abstract that there is no government because I actually really love institutions, which is odd because I just had, you know, with the CBC, I had a fairly uh you know terrible experience with a big institution but i still believe in institutions like i've had some really good experiences with cops and i know that i know that there are bad cops i know that there are bad cops ferguson just happened i know that there are bad cops but i still like like to believe that there are good cops and that we need the police isn't
0: it so utterly relaxing when a cop is cool Oh, like it's, it's insane when a cop is cool. Like from your I'm head like, to toes, you I'm like feel God it.
1: is here. It's like it's. Like, I, I don't believe in God, but when like there's a good cop around, I'm like, yeah. oh, you, it's the closest thing to God you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> a good cop, I'm crazy about a you good cop. You
0: call them God by accident. I
1: called God. Yeah, oh, I
0: think the perpetrator ran that way. God.
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> the best though is a good lady cop. I yeah. I love a good lady cop. a yeah. good fierce lady cop.
0: What about also like a good lady, uh, customs office or agent,
1: a Ama- mate, like a chill lady customs. Oh my yeah, god, th- the, the best. I mean, any chill customs agent, I'm just like, w- w- thank you for not being so broken yeah. that you need to threaten Destroy like my livelihood and my ability to do my work in yeah. various countries and things. Cause it's like, I've been, I've been reduced to tears by customs agents Probably more than, like, my mother has reduced me to tears, you know? Yeah. I get... I've gotten the whole, oh, really? Oh, you're a writer? What kind of writer? Uh, and then, you know, and then when you're, when you're a writer, it's just, it, it, you feel stupid even saying that you're a writer. They're, what do you write? And I'm like, I don't oh, know, it's journalism. And then I wrote a book. And then, and then I guess I'm right. television now and everything. And again, when you live in Los Angeles, it's so abstract. You know, you, you develop all these projects and it's very rare that any of them sees the light of day. So it does sort of feel like you're working in the dark a lot. So to suddenly justify what you mm. do when you can sometimes not justify mm. it to, to yourself, to somebody who doesn't know anything about it yeah and i, I remember having this one And their job description
0: is so simple so simple it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, like i sit here and give you just a hard time in
1: this exact in this exact you know four by four, by four box yeah yeah like a penalty box and and make you feel <laughs> bad about yourself and there was this one guy who was just like oh you're a writer huh and then i he asked me all these questions and i was i was flubbing them and getting really nervous and uh and expecting just for for him to be like you're never allowed in the United States ever again because that's that's yeah. the big fear and then at the end what he w- he was only giving me the gears cuz i hadn't filled out the date field of my customs card yeah. and he was like you need to fill out the date field of your customs card and i was like i don't have a pen he's like you're a writer and you don't have a pen oh come on <laughs> I, I, I just thought he was going to i just thought i was going to turn into dust right in front of him yeah I hate that guy. I hope that guy listens to your podcast. Yeah. I hope he feels so bad about himself. I
0: hope he does too.
1: I've never committed a crime. I know. I've never committed a crime. We're I tra-
0: literally very nice people.
1: Really quite nice people. <laughs> I've done I've done bad things in my life, but I've I really have never done a criminal act and I can say right. that I can say that with 100% certainty. Yeah. No, no, I mean I've jaywalked obviously, but like I oh, crap. any of the big ones. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> have you masturbated in a public place? Um, I can't remember. Have you had sex in public?
0: Yes. Is that a crime?
1: Ah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't that funny? Having sex on the planet is a crime. <laughs> think about that.
1: <laughs> like if, if you think of the planet as just a public place generally.
0: Well, I think of the planet as like being here before we were here. Yeah. And then we're animals that have sex. Yeah. And we're not allowed to have sex on the planet like other animals are
1: it's true that's true because animals are just allowed to fuck wherever they want
0: yeah and we yeah. have to see that
1: we're only allowed to fuck in like 10% of the places I
0: think it would be hilarious if you saw weird people fucking like
1: I saw two teens I saw two teens make out yesterday I was walking to dinner and um, they were rounding a corner and it was just so clear that they were in like the throes of like horny teenage ecstasy yeah and the guy kind of like spun his girlfriend around and sort of slammed his face into hers and they were just like just full tongues outside the mouth like real t- yeah. just like nowhere to go, messy, messy, but like, and it and it was the desperation of two people who had nowhere to go to fuck, you know. Yeah. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, just like they don't have, they they were not of car age yet, so they didn't have cars. They were not, they obviously did not own homes or apartments yet, so they couldn't yeah. go there. So there was just this like street corner by like a bougainvillea bush, just tongue and tongue in each other to high heaven
0: i remember like growing up in a suburban pocket of toronto like yeah the playground like with the slides and all that stuff like the playscapes Mm -hmm. that was the best when you were a little kid then who cares you've outgrown it then there's that time as a teenager where that's where you almost do it, oh yeah, in the middle of the night.
1: Oh, that's right in the, the playscapes, tube. the you tu- know? like in the tube in the playscape.
0: Maybe I well, didn't you know, have like, a tube one, but, but you I know would the, have the
1: ones that had like the slide. <laughs> like you can go into the tube and then slide out, like the elbow joint of uh, like there's an elbow joint in the tube. Yeah, and then the, that that get, gets you to the slide. Yeah, I've definitely had like makeout sessions in that tube. Yeah, that's what I'm talking so about. So uncomfortable. It feels like making. But it's in, like, like a, your apartment for a sec it's yeah it's it's your tiny apartment
0: yeah you're like i hope no one's walking their
1: dog but they're never walking that's the thing they're what's nice about the playground the only person you're going to meet at a playground at that time is somebody who needs to do drugs or another teenage couple who also wants to fuck in the tube yeah yeah cool cool
0: it was a good cool. it was a neat memory that just got unlocked i forgot about that it stuff smells,
1: it smells and it's also really staticky too i remember that feeling of just kind of like and i've never oh, had those static plastic tubes the yeah, staticky yeah. tube and your hair is kind of making a noise yeah not from the sliding and, and from your the butt static. hurts after a while oh yeah because it's fiberglass
0: yeah so let's just summarize for a sec the two things You die first. I
1: die first before everyone I love.
0: Which you're fine with, and everybody is kind of fine with, because we've come to terms with there is no infinity, like, right? Right. There's no, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: that's right. Because it, th- exactly. If, if, time you, if you are or- very, if from the get go, you haven't even been able to conceive of infinity, you are so at peace with the idea of the fleeting nature of life that when someone yeah. dies, it's like, it's sad. It's like, you know, I've got this cool, uh, calla lily that just like grew out of the disgusting dirt on the side of my house. I didn't realize yeah. that like, it just looked like a big, ugly plant. And then suddenly there was a calla lily, like appeared, and I couldn't believe it. I was And I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to die. It's going to die. Like, it's going to die in three days. And I could, I just immediately started worrying about its death and how I wanted it to live forever, but that it wouldn't live forever.
0: But it'll grow there again, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're perennials. I don't know anything about gardening. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm, I, just, I, I just let me describe the hellscape of losing this flower. Yeah, okay. But, you know, it was like, I'm going to lose this flower. Who knows if it's ever going to come back? Probably not. There will be other calla lilies, but not in this exact space. And it's the first thing that's ever grown on my property. And that's so exciting. And this feeling will, you know, this feeling will never come back. And I'm losing this feeling forever. But like, if I was to be able to stop myself and say, I'm not losing this feeling forever, then I would just be losing a feeling only to know that it would be replaced at some point in the future with another feeling that was of like commensurate power. I think, I think it's great. I think I solved, I think I solved it. Whoa. Don't you think I solved it? (laughs) Um,
0: I think I might have got lost a little bit.
1: I might actually have gotten lost. Like, too. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if what I'm saying. I like don't know. worrying
0: to the max made you relax.
1: <laughs> no, like if I had it worrying Did to the max made said. you relax. <laughs> worrying to the max.
0: But you got you in real life. This real life story. You got to the point.
1: No, I didn't. I was oh, just like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, yeah. no, oh, no. And it was just like an echo chamber of, oh, God, yeah. it's never going to come again. It's never going to come again. But if you remove never and forever from your vocabulary, life yeah. suddenly seems really handleable.
0: Yeah. So you just discovered that now. Yeah. So you can do that now with your life now. Maybe.
1: I No, I don't think so because I still think that the, concept of, the concepts of never and forever exist for me. Yeah. But if they had never existed for me then I wouldn't have known the pain. Like the that neural pathway wouldn't be there. It would just be locked off. Right. I don't know. Like
0: even though you can have like a sort of like um, big epiphany right now, you will forget it again in the heat of a moment when you see another beautiful flower hanging on for your life. Exactly. You'll be like, damn it, stay. Yes.
1: Like the nature of life would be there are there are times of bounty and times where you feel like you have a hole in your life but you know that it it just waxes and wanes between the two of those feelings that the pay, you know the pain of losing something you would not know that the pain could potentially be forever and that's what i hate about pain is that when you go through like a big trauma um you this I really hate the idea of closure. People are like, "Oh, I finally got closure." Yeah. Like, no, you didn't. If it's something terrible, you never get closure. Yeah, that just that just goes that goes on forever. The pain's going to definitely take on different shapes, and right. it might it might be in the background a little bit more during certain stretches of time, or you might have moments of reprieve between the moments of pain that last for longer. But you never again. You never get to put the manhole cover. On that pit of pain and solder it off and be like, all right, we're cool. Like that manhole cover is never coming off. Yeah, to access that like terrible pit again.
0: I like to think of our mind as like <clears throat> a mini sort of planet. Obviously, yeah. And, and then good uh, metaphor. <laughs> Keep going. But then you know, because like everything that sort of has be become on this planet, like come to be uh never leaves you know like we have problems with garbage that we forget about we put stuff in an attic forever yes there's animals that like we don't we can't even see yes but we're like (laughs) that's like our mind like nothing ever fully goes away no things keep growing and 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 expanding fully
1: like and not no and i don't think anything really ever fully reveals itself too you know, like when you're saying there's like little animals that you can't yeah. see. Yeah, there's totally little animals you can't see. Well, actually, see in when your I brains. was saying that, I was
0: like, well, what does that constitute in the, my mind analogy per se? But yeah, I think that would be like, yeah, we perceive things that we're not even we don't like aware. Like we're not aware at the moment, right? Sure. Those are the little guys. Like we have, <laughs> those are those little guys. <laughs> those
1: little teeny tinies. those little cuties.
0: Yeah. Hey, get out of here.
1: Hey, get out of here. Wait, you're too cute. Come back. <laughs> you can stay. But no, like I oh was Oh my god,
0: you're horrifying.
1: <laughs> you're crawling into the hole of my penis. Don't, don't... <laughs> That's why certain little creatures should never go acknowledged, because, because if they do, they will crawl into the hole of your penis. That's inevitable.
0: That's Freud.
1: That's like, that is the easiest way to scare a man. It's just be like, okay, imagine this. Now imagine if it was small enough to crawl into the hole of your penis. Imagine. And live there and explode your penis at some point, maybe.
0: Imagine baseball. You like baseball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball. Okay, imagine imagine baseball went in your penis. <laughs> No, no, no!
1: Imagine all of the Los Angeles Dodgers were so small, and all their equipment was so small, <laughs> Ouch. And, and it My was penis in, and they were just marching up, the, marching up your shaft. <laughs> oh, I hate the Dodgers! Get them out of there! Out of there. <laughs> I hate them now. I'll never root for them. Wow! In the World Cup of baseball, in the pennant.
0: This like your utopia so far hasn't been really
1: all oh, that great.
0: No, it's it's super meta. Like yeah. you're talking about. You're talking about almost getting to a utopian state of mind.
1: Well, I wanted to...
0: In uh, the world that we live in now.
1: Yeah, like I was interested in like exploring with you. Because the thing is, you don't... It's it's so... Because some
0: people seriously come on and they go, I want to eat cheese forever.
1: Right. <laughs> which is also totally cool. And I've definitely had that thought. Like, I, I had a thought, <laughs> Which is I totally did, cool, man. Well, which I... Like like, hang ten, dude. No, but I actually have had that thought. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be neat if my world was like every time I ate a vegetable, my body processed it like a vegetable but it actually tasted like cheese
0: yeah like, well there I, you go i
1: know like so I, I also get that but yeah what i liked about what i liked about when you asked me to do the podcast yeah i was like oh i have a real opportunity like you only really get these opportunities in like first year of university yeah to really sort of you know f- fool around in these metascapes of yeah. like oh if the world was this way If the world was this way and let it- me
0: ask you about that though because sometimes um following these fun flights of fancy uh with friends Uh, In adult years, like we're in now, 30s, right? Then people write it off like, oh, that's like first year university or that's like, you know, philosophy 101 or whatever. Like, what do you feel about writing stuff off like that? Like, don't you feel like – to me, I'm an adult too and – I went through those pothead philosophy phases of my teen years, and then university and stuff.
1: And they're the best. They're but
0: that is what energizes me now as an adult. Yes. I, I don't want to stop losing the excitement.
1: I agree, uh, and I know? no, no, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm like so excited to answer this question that I cut you off. But no, I, go for it. I think that one of the things that I, I don't love about living in Los Angeles is that the the, the questions or the uh, the conversations around a dinner table a lot or like you know what do you do what's your work how's this deal going what's this blob blah blah, you know yeah. and it's so brass tacks and um and i miss i sometimes miss talking about ideas and i feel like what i really like about my friends from toronto is that because we were all in toronto in our 20s when there was more space for us to do that kind of thing yeah and it was like sort of expected of us to um have some thoughts or ruminate on those, on those big ideas. Um, you know, now that I'm in my thirties and I do have these realities like mortgage payments and car payments and the, again, like the brass taxi stuff. Yeah. Um, for some reason it, yeah, you don't give yourself the breath sometimes to ask yourselves, uh, ask yourself the questions that you had in your 20s. You need to be hippy yeah. dippy. But what's fun about like accessing your friends for like accessing my friends from Toronto and accessing that space that I was in is that like that's my default with my friends from Toronto and I yeah. love that because it allows me to discuss ideas rather than realities.
0: Which is weird because when you come to LA like a lot of the industry is made off of <clears throat> Being able to access that sort of fun imagination and like sort of like avenues of que- query, mm-hmm. right? But then it becomes factoryized, like it turns into. How like, are you going
1: to monetize this idea? Yeah, yeah. How do you Which like, I actually weirdly... I also really like because it is because it is fun because when you are monetizing... Like it, making like,
0: your imagination functional?
1: Which is... But it's fun because in that that part, that middle part of making your imagination like functional or monetized, yeah. what the, the thing that fills that space is a story. And good stories are great like good stories are the best and telling a great story that's the only way we really understand anything and creating those fun like compelling patterns is you know like one of the reasons to live sort of thing yeah um so i don't mind that but there's like a fervor that that happens with here that is sometimes feels like it's um like the metabolic rate of like ideas to how do we monetize this feels uh like it's being the the in-between space which is the story space is being stripped of its magic sometimes like it's the like, fun the fun
0: now that you're deep into story world and you're selling show ideas and stuff um what do you think about people like what do you think about abstract projects like stuff that gets a little surreal or abstract that doesn't follow like Joseph Campbell or like right. save the cat which is like or like, like
1: the un- yeah the, the idea of like oh well that idea is unproducible.
0: Yeah cuz that's almost like written off these days like a more Visceral or like artistic sort of expression is almost written off as juvenile these days. Yeah, because or, it can't be monetized to the, to a degree either. It's just like written off as like ultra niche and fuck it, you know.
1: Yeah, or or like sort of un. It's funny because I just did this to my friend. I feel like I, I kind of like shot his idea in the head by accident, but I, I think it, I think it turned into something else which was good. But he yeah. sent me this this show treatment, um, which was like a, a serialized uh, show about time travel. And he was like, I'm having a lot of, har- I'm having a lot of trouble with it. And I was like, well, you're having a lot of trouble with it because it's time travel. And you know, there aren't, it's, it's really hard to do a time travel movie. It's really hard to do a time travel anything because the, there are so many, uh, physics and narrative holes that get created when you start to, uh, parse out the idea of time travel. Right. Like, that's why you're having trouble sitting down and actually like writing out your, the right. beats to your pilot is because time travel is really hard. And I was like, just take out time travel and, and slip in artificial super intelligence and you should be fine. And then he did it and he was like, actually it works. So that was that was like a good example of it. But um I think that I think that you just need to draw the line between We're having a fun conversation because it's fun to sit around and discuss big ideas and fuck around and crack jokes and deal with, you know, what you were talking about at the beginning about like the big fear of dying in the plane crash. But then having that supplanted with the concept of the plane ripping in half and then the dragon eating your dick or whatever, (laughs) like that stuff's fun. I never want to make a TV show out of that. I mean, I kind of do, but but I, I would never want to, I would, I I wouldn't go out and pitch that, but But it's relaxing. It's really relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like,
0: and a comedian could actually do something with that.
1: A comedian could totally do something with it. Yeah. But it does like, (laughs) which I
0: guess he kind of did.
1: Oh no. With you on his podcast. I hope you make tons of money off this podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. I hope this podcast episode gets optioned for $5 $5 billion. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, um, I really relish the times where there's no expectation to make anything more out of a conversation about ideas than just, just what is happening in that moment. Yeah. And that, you know, like relates back to the, the idea of cutting off that passageway to infinity. Cause that does like, if you were able to do that, then you, then I think we would all have a better ability to, you know, I'm going to use some real LA terminology here, but like be present in those moments, like just be fully present. without right. Sort of like machinating it into the future and what you can. That's
0: you know. all that's, I guess that's old, old hat, old school. I mean, not old hat, old school, uh, be present stuff in the As, moment' yes, old school but I guess it originated in California for sure right
1: yeah I, I don't. I, I probably originated in uh like dao is, is, isn't isn 't that I feel like that yeah. I feel like that 's Eastern philosophy yeah that I which don't, is,
0: which became californian yes in a way, like in the seventies just
1: added they just added like really high quality vegetarian meals yeah. with that, and then then it became California,
0: yeah they're like be present in the organic moment, man. be,
1: be, be present in this in the middle of this quinoa. This peasant's plate of quinoa and vegetables.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Have you seen the Source Family documentary?
1: Yeah. It was, it That's was, what it reminds me of. It was one... No, no. It was 99 cents on iTunes. That was That was really among one of the better 99 cents I've oh, ever really? spent. I think we
0: watched it on Netflix.
1: Yeah. Father yeah. Yod. What a guy. Yeah. And Just he's inseminating like, everyone. Did
0: you laugh at the end when he went up to the cliff? I won't ruin it on the oh, podcast. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. I mean, yes. We couldn't
0: stop laughing. It was...
1: That was it. Was perfect. It
0: was really funny. I
1: I love <laughs> I love to see somebody uh, die the way they lived. I feel it, like I wish erratically we could e- in a burst of color. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I wish
0: re- we could explain it on the podcast, but it's I don't want okay. to ruin it if you guys see it. Haven't it's
1: seen $9.99. It. I mean, it's ninety nine cents. It's yeah. nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And it's
0: 99 cents. it's probably worth ninety nine cents.
1: It's maybe. I think it's. I would have paid four ninety nine. Yeah, that no, you're To rent right.
0: it, it's a good story.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's pr- it's produced. Wasn't it produced by like Drag City Films or something? The Chicago music label. Am I crazy? Really? I think so. I didn't know that. I think so. I don't want to. That'd wanna, be cool. I don't want you to take out your phone again. And
0: have that you... was uh, that was the uh, new Ty Segal album. I think you were looking at on iTunes.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no! I was no. never doing that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> no, stop it. Um. Well,
0: I, you know what? Um. Should we? What other? Uh, we, this was you, like a nice bra. Like it was. You, yeah. You it was
1: through, di- yeah. Listen. What? Are, what else are we going to talk about? We. You know. No, it was
0: a different flavor, and I really liked it because it was all you, and that's what I wanted. Um. Is there some any of you final- who
1: remember all the questions I asked you at the beginning?
0: I know this one. I was more talkative. I just did a Great. couple podcasts where I was more listening to the the other people because they were going for it. They were really going for it, and it's nice. I like the ones where I can chat with people we were chatty yeah
1: we were in dialogue
0: we were in super dialogue super
1: dialogue
0: i still can't help like i still i got to admit because i'm like one of those oh i did remember the point i wanted to say because i am one of those i i beat myself up sometimes for being one of those flighty guys that tries to still like uh, you know i just turned 37 i still (gasps) yeah and you know i'm a comedian and i live off of being a comedian so i'm not like you know uh garbage eating out of the garbage or anything Mm -hmm. but i still try to like reset my mind to that sort of like hippy dippy way of living like ooh, like a flower is beautiful or like "Mm." yeah this
1: raspberry is delicious yeah it's
0: like i could buy a house or i could enjoy this breeze you know what i mean like yes i choose the breeze (laughs) a lot of the times i gotta admit so like but we live in this. So I,
1: <laughs> I suddenly have <laughs> to be like nude under a bridge at age sixty-five. Like here's with the your, thing: with your balls hanging down to your knees, and being like, "I love this breeze. I tell
0: Kathleen all the time when I if I get in good shape again, I'm going to be nude all the time. I am one of those weirdos that would you love be to be nude? like. I have an idealistic vision of the world, which the world is not like. Yes, I am one of those guys, and
1: nudity is a component of that. It could be, yeah,
0: if I felt okay. But like. The thing is, my pro- what I was wanted to bring up when we were talking about this stuff earlier, and then uh, before Father Yod interrupted, um, was we we are we, we like actually put a lot of pressure on ourselves to relax and like you know uh, adopt these sort of like philosophies, these relaxing style mm-hmm. like philosophies, almost like they're like a, a multivitamin we need to take. Sure. And then there's the contrast between pure business life these days. Right. So yeah. like, is that, is that a too weird of a contrast? Like, shouldn't like, is that like,
1: Oh, you're talking about like, I've got to do my five minutes of meditation before I slam this Adderall and work for 12 hours on whatever I'm working on.
0: Yeah. Like, can I become one with the planet before this meeting?
1: Right. <laughs> I mean,
0: because I'm I I I'm conflicted by these thoughts these days. It's like I want to be super successful, and I work basically being a comedian. You're your own boss, and and being a writer like you, you're your own boss. Sure, your brain is basically working twenty four seven. But then I don't want to waste my life thinking like that, and so I try to like yeah go like. (sighs) ah you know we are all animals we are all made of we're made of stardust yeah
1: we're all made of stardust except for kevin from work he's an idiot yeah (laughs) um no no for sure i i I get it like the the idea of um like meditation just being just like utilitarian meditation as opposed to whatever the other thing that you're supposed to achieve with meditation yeah uh, is i i think that um what it's not something that i've completely embraced about myself, but I'm trying to embrace is that like, my thing is I just go on like a really long bike ride or a really long jog exercise yeah. is one of the things that I do. It, it is based in vanity. Like the beginning, the genesis of my, um, uh, of me being compelled to exercise is vanity. But right. the nice thing about it is that once I'm, once I'm in there for a bit, like once I'm on minute, like 15 of yeah. the bike ride, Then I just go to the place naturally and I'm in there basically until the end of the bike ride or until the end of the jog or until the end of whatever I'm doing. And
0: that's when that chemical gets released. Yeah. Not serotonin. Is it serotonin? I think
1: it's, um, it's, it's, well, it's the endorphins, I guess, or oxytocin possibly. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't, like, that's the thing. I don't even want to know the science. I just know that I get into a nice feeling and, um, and, the thing is, at the beginning, it's it's like it's vanity, and also like I'm going to zen out and think of like lots of cool ideas for whatever. But then I end up letting go, and it ends up being a very enjoyable sort of blank experience where I am right. enabling a mind body connection. Where you that is are healthy, an animal on the where planet. Where I'm a little animal with my beautiful bicycle, my beautiful 18 <laughs> speed bicycle. You no, know, like where I'm like, no, where like, I, I am kind of, yeah, just like a little bit more in my body than I am in my mind. And. And then I don't think too much about what that's going to get me. It just, I just know that I, I feel a little different than the neurotic person that started on the bike ride. Yeah. So I think that like there, you don't necessarily there
0: coexistence. there's a coexistence
1: force. and you don't need to like forcibly reconcile it. You can just be like, okay, this is going to start off with vain intentions, but it's going to get to a space that is healthy for me. And if, you know, if I've, if I haven't worked out, sometimes when I work out too hard, I get really aggro and then I get mean to people. But, um, but if I've, if I've worked out to the, to the right level, I listen more. I go a little slower. I think I'm a little bit more mindful of like how I'm, you know, patting my dog or like hugging my boyfriend or whatever. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. You don't have, I just feel like you don't have to start out with, with amazing intentions. You can kind of start out with selfish intentions and then hope that what you're doing will give way to something that is good. Yeah. Which maybe like, I don't know if I just sound like Ayn Rand there. I hope I didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the virtue of selfishness. <laughs> well, um, it sort
0: of seems like in the late sixties, early seventies, when that stuff did take off here in California, like mm-hmm. real self oriented sort of.
1: Yeah. The individual, like the individual. Be here over now, the follow community. your bliss. Like yes. you do
0: sort of like, they did branch off into ones that went super selfish yes like the secret style bullshit definitely but then there is some benefits to like yeah just enjoy your life while you do western culture right Yes, (laughs) yeah exactly where
1: you know i think that the, the the one thing that i try to like really orient myself towards um you know when i'm when i have the energy to and i try to make the energy for it is just to like always be empathetic. I'm just like if I'm being empathetic, then I'm probably doing okay. Like I'm 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 be, I'm probably not being a jerk and I'm probably a worthwhile-ish person. Yeah. If the goal is empathy, if the goal is just like putting myself in your shoes cuz I think that yeah, so I and that's and for for me, like when I when I am sort of doing that weird thing of putting my body into motion in order to like give myself the blank space, I do find that I access um empathy, like patience, generosity, kindness in a more fluid way than I was when I was, you know, like sitting, like clicking around on the internet, like fucking around before I'm starting to work, you know, right. like manically eating a bowl of like honey nut Cheerios or whatever.
0: So ultimately it's not about vanity because you've already learned the bigger lesson of how you feel afterwards
1: yeah it's it maybe va- vanity is a little bit of the spark but yeah that that broadens out into a, a plane that is or like you know like a flame that is much larger than 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 that little vein spark yeah so
0: maybe like, when i want to be nude in the woods that's vanity too
1: yeah well because because your little spark is like i want to get healthy enough to be nude in the woods
0: yeah without worrying about
1: yeah People. But then when you're nude in the woods, I think like you're, you're going to, you're going to be able to like, a feel the breeze way more oh, yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. And then that's going to have a nice reverberative effects on other stuff yeah. that you don't know yet because you haven't been fully nude in the woods for a long time.
0: Not in, for a while.
1: That should be a goal.
0: <laughs> yeah. The last time was not my choice. <laughs> um. <laughs> Too. Uh I was telling I actually have a joke about this too but it was eh, whatever we digressed a lot but we didn't really digress no, it's all part of the thing it's all part of the thing <laughs> no infinity no so, one. embrace non-infinity. Yeah, embrace
1: not infinity Take
0: <laughs> advantage of your finite life.
1: Yeah, live your life like there's no infinity. This
0: was one of the most meta ones so far.
1: Oh, that's fun. And
0: I really liked it. Oh, good.
1: I'm glad. Did you? I loved it. I got really nervous because you said that David Hetty, David Hetty's one about um, how yeah. no one can make choices. I was like, yeah. oh, that's such a good one. That's so controversial. I know. And I was like, I was trying to think of a controversial one to like be in league with him. Sometimes I think
0: he's a contrarian to be a little smarmy pest yes and then sometimes i think he's just a hundred percent authentic yeah and uh, i thought after the podcast i was like i love it
1: he he really doesn't want anyone to have choices yeah but then sometimes I'm, I'm sometimes like, i'd love to only have three choices it'd be great
0: yeah it's,
1: i don't want zero choice but I, want, I do sometimes want three choices
0: we brought up david hetty which if you guys haven't listened to that podcast you have to because it was one of my favorites so far but also your one of your best friends is his sister, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. She's she's my she's my top lady. Shout out. Shout out to Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> I should get her on sometime. She would be funny. She'd be funny. She'd have she'd have a good weird one for you. You'd have a meta discussion with her. I love it. Yeah. I'm learning from you guys. You guys are so yeah, man. cool. Yeah, learn from us. You gotta <laughs> learn from me, Chris. I know you think it's corny,
0: but whatever. <laughs> I just say the damn thing. I don't even think before I speak. Yeah. You know, so. How
1: do you wrap these up in a way that's like? Uh, nah. Do you just let them peter out? They
0: fall to pieces. They fall to pieces. Like the finite planet, they crumble in yeah. the sun's heat.
1: Isn't that? Isn't that nice? Listen, <laughs> there, there was a theme. I gave, yeah. I gave us a perfect theme, Chris. The end is oh coming. <laughs> the end is the nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> and it's cool. It's inevitable. And yeah. there's nothing beyond it.
0: Look, I know we just wrapped it up and it was tight, but let me tell you this one more anecdote yes, and everybody listening, because I think it's really funny. We, Kathleen and I were at a, that place in Silver Lake yesterday talking about our plans, because I'm planning on moving here and she's still working on in TV a lot in Canada. And... I start talking about, well, what if there is the drought and the place goes crazy and everything and what's the world? And then, and then like I started talking about the Canadian government and what they're doing now. And and then she was like, okay, I think when we make actual life plans together, we have to not include the end of times. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a great, <laughs> that's such a good.
0: It's, and then we just started laughing because it's like, of course, because most of it's hypothetical <laughs> and you're just being like a doofus, like a worrywart.
1: I feel like, I, feel like I, would, I would follow Kathleen into like a, a cult ju- based just on that philosophy. If, like, if she was my father, Yod, if Kathleen was my father, Yod, yeah. and she was like, hey, my philosophy is when we make plans, let's not factor in the end of time. <laughs> I'd like drop to my knees and be like, fucking take me there. I she's think, the
0: tough guy in the relationship. She's
1: she's a t- yeah. She's the tough guy. Yeah. Because I think you and I are sort of like blathery, but we're both with people who will just like sit there quietly and accrue all of the energy. Yeah. We haven't
0: fully mentioned him yet, but Graham thing. is like that. Totally. Graham is just
1: like a he is he's a still water runs deep man.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: And when he when he launches one, it's like it, it counts. <laughs> Me, I'm just like I say five million things and when hope that he like launches three. one. It counts. <laughs> 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 and you're just like shit <laughs> i know exactly. everyone's just doing the arsenio hall arm like everyone everyone in the world i know what you're talking about that's yeah. so
0: funny yeah Graham has a way of like one time he told me the Beatles just remind him of Christmas carols. Boom. <laughs> the Beatles are ruined for Yeah, me. he
1: ruined like he's <laughs> able to ruin the Beatles in a phrase. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so we kinda wrapped it up. We kinda went off again, but the stuff we said I really liked. Great. So who cares? Who cares? Any other final thought you want to say just in case? Oh, I
1: just actually I was thinking about like Graham ruining the Beatles. Um he's yeah. he's uh Graham has I can't look at a fly without thinking that the fly has laid eggs everywhere in my house because Graham's always convinced that like the flies are laying eggs everywhere. <laughs> so I just as a, as, a, as a little button on the infinity talk thing, it's like I yeah. do not, I would like to not believe in infinity, but flies will always remind me of infinity because there are fly eggs everywhere.
0: Oh my God.
1: It's so it's awful.
0: There are flies, fly eggs on those moons with water like on out of Saturn <laughs> moons. Yeah. Right? Like
1: there's, there's like the 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 actual material of the moon is probably made of like clusters like opalescent clusters of fly eggs. There was a
0: Doctor Who episode where the moon cracked open and a creature flew away
1: that's t- awful that's a- <laughs> fucking that's so fucking awful fuck you Doctor who the idea the idea that all planets are just eggs with terrible creatures inside them yeah. which in a way I guess the, like earth is um
0: can I just say then because we mentioned him that you're boyfriend that you he live here with is graham wagner also super ho- f- hilarious he said
1: they were super hot i was like <laughs> <"You're-> <laughs> yes. yeah he's he's very- I was gonna say
0: funny and hilarious and it got phu.
1: yeah and hot
0: but yes he's my he's one, he's like,
1: one of your deep homies
0: i but i also think that he's like the smartest comedy writer Graham's, I've ever known
1: Graham is intimidating hopefully he'll get to do
0: this podcast sometime soon but he's so damn busy he's very busy yeah in fact you're busy too and I'm interrupting your day
1: that's okay I I, I just wanted is, to
0: say that because we were talking about how like his whip crack and Kathleen's like that too I'm yeah. with a fucking damn smart wife so yeah you just like, have
1: to it's nice to be with somebody who who you're pretty sure is more intelligent than you I
0: go like this do I bother you <laughs> And she goes, no. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah.
1: I'm I'm always like, you. I know you love me, but do you like me? (laughs) They love that question. They love answering. You know what other question they love answering? Are you mad at me? Yeah. It doesn't (laughs) even make
0: sense in their world. So dumb. Like, this is a waste of time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Better things to be thinking about. Like how the world is full of fly eggs.
0: Yeah. You know, the Beatles
1: sound like Christmas carols. Yeah.
0: So... If you're listening to this, you'll never listen to the Beatles again. And beware, because whatever you're eating, fly the eggs are on are it. Eggs are on it. Oriented. Okay, thanks. Bye. Did you have fun? Yeah, I
1: had a great time. Thanks. Oh, me too. Bye, Chris. Bye
0: all right everyone that was episode 35 with Catherine burrell Catherine, thanks so much again uh man it was the best you're the best and guys follow her at Catherine burrell that's it just at her name at Catherine burrell on twitter to find out all the other things that's going on um read anything she's r- written it's uh it's good stuff she's uh you know it's out there and we're gonna go i'm gonna like i said earlier in the intro i'm gonna go outside and run and play like a kid as much as i can burn my head in the sun because i just need to get out there um you know i'm at chris lock fun follow me um, if you want to know stand-up stuff and all kinds of good stuff that's coming up also follow at utopia to me Man, we haven't even broke 300 followers yet. Man, I know that I promote this on my own Twitter, but come on, follow at Utopia to me. It just looks better. Let me take screenshots. Let me show my uh, family that I'm actually doing something with my life. You know what I mean? Go on iTunes, rate, rate the podcast. Leave a leave a whatever a review. You know, say, man, episode 35 was sick or whatever. With like five eyes. You know what I mean? Just do something, and uh, otherwise, don't. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Be free. You guys are the best. Thanks so much for listening again. Thanks again, Catherine. And uh, enjoy yourselves out there. Thank you.